everybody. Welcome to episode 108 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Halberton. Who's monkeying around with me tonight? Hey, that's my pudding, Michael K. Hughes. K-E-I. <laughs> <laughs> and then Red Foxmon. Red Foxmon. Welcome back again. I think oh, that's friend. a Digimon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing about, you know, as I was catching monkeys, like half of them have Mon, like at the end of the name. <clears throat> I was like, that's a very Digimon thing to do, besides it's looking like Digimon, too. Mm-hmm. There's, people, there's a bunch of peoples, too. There's a lot of peoples. Overblood's going to be very happy. If they listen to us. <laughs> wow. So, Mike, why don't you introduce what we're playing? Because this is completely your idea. We are playing Ape Escape 3 from 2005. 2006 in America. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Not 2002. Version. <laughs> this, I had no, like, I went to this game completely blind. I knew not what to expect. I never touched an Ape Escape game before. Mm-hmm. I had no bearing. Like, I actually did not want to play this. I was trying to get you to change it, but it wouldn't work. You wouldn't let me. <laughs> no way. Um, when I would like, oh, we should change it out. You're like, nope, nope, nope. And I'm like, oh, great. We got to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> kind of glad you did it because I, I was a bit surprised to kind of get uh-huh. into this. I, I, I went in completely blind. The closest encounter I ever had with Ape Escape and you too, Mike, was actually uh, Snake Eater. Yep. When they had that little mini game. <laughs> There's so also. I, yeah, I was a bit shocked that I couldn't use an easy gun in this. <laughs> they Here's took that out of the HD re-release. I have a plan that you need to that what because when you because you haven't beaten this game yet, but once you do beat this game, you unlock something that we might be doing in the future. <sighs> so kind of curious we'll, now. We'll I'll post it. We'll talk about it later when we get there. But yeah, <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll get there. But um, so this so for those that don't know, which is probably a lot of people listening, this is like a what a 3D platformer that's all about using the analog stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first game came out about the time that the DualShock came out, so they wanted something oh, to man. uniquely use the right analog yeah. stick. Which has yeah. its pros and cons, I feel. <laughs> Especially because this game kind of assumes that you have some familiarity with the series, so it doesn't give you a tutorial right away. It just drops you into, hey, catch this monkey. And you, I imagine you guys were a little confused on how you go about that. Yeah, I and- couldn't figure it out. I had to watch a video. Really? <laughs> yeah, I could, I'm like, I'm hitting X, I'm hitting, what the hell is going on here? Like, I, I have the net selected, why won't he use it? And I'm hitting R1, R2, L, and all the buttons. Nothing. Well, you can imagine how pissed I was when I actually found out it was the right analog stick, and then it wouldn't go in the direction I wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, for so, those who don't know, you tilt the analog stick in the direction that you want to use the, uh, the gadget you have selected. So it's not conventional buttons like mm. in every other game ever the controls were to say the least especially to get used to are a bit rough once you get used to them you, you know they find, kind of feel right but man it's it's rough it's a rough learning curve at first mm-hmm. and he said it doesn't give you the tutorial until after you catch that monkey and then you have yeah, to go what the hell was that purposely select the tutorial thing to teach you how to use the gadget that you just used yeah, yeah, it's like I, they're telling me how to use it. I'm like, I already <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> I don't get why it's after. Like, Because every other item you get, you get a tutorial as soon as you get it. But the, the net is like, we don't give you a tutorial until after you catch your first monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get that. Nah, I don't know. And they have like cell phones, like you know, old, you know, early night, you know, early cell phones, phones. Yeah. phones. Yeah. <laughs> that tell you stuff, but they don't tell you how to use a net. I only figured it out because I watched a video and he didn't say it either, but then he had a tutorial immediately afterwards and then I understood how to use it. So I was like, oh, okay. I probably should have had the foresight to warn you about that. Yeah, it would have made the game <laughs> a little bit better for me because at first like, I was like, what the fuck are we playing? What the hell is this bullshit? <laughs> but that went away pretty quick. So 
I know this game is a sequel. I've never played Ape Escape 1 or 2 or any 1, for that matter. But So the character is like the whole premise of this the story, in quotations, of this of this game <laughs> yeah. is that the monkeys have that have been around in the first couple of games have taken over the world by airing some kind of TV program and turning people into couch potato. Yeah, so Spectre, who is the, the Dr. Wily of the series, he's been the antagonist in every game so far. Breaks out again and le- lo- lets loose all the monkeys again. And like you said, yeah, they make TV shows that are so dumb that people just can't turn away. And it entraps the protagonists of the first two games. So then we meet our new protagonist, Kay and Yumi, to uh, go out and put a stop to their monkey shenanigans. So Kay is a brand new character. Yes. I see. Are they both brand new? Yep. I like I I so you get to either play as the girl or the boy. I I played the boy, even though I should have probably picked the girl. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I picked the guy too. I don't. The well, cutscenes are very minorly different, just for flavor. And then certain monkeys, like less than ten or so, will see Yumi and get starstruck because she's a pop star in the in the universe. Mm. So that's that's, that's really it. And then the the morphs, which we'll get to, are a little different, but they perform exactly the same. I read that the morphs were actually new to the third game. Yes, and that's why I wanted to play this, because I know people like the first two, but they're kind of limited. Like, two focuses more on the gadgets that you get, and this one, I feel like the morphs give you a lot more variety to... Yeah, I was, I was going to bring that up, because I, I can't imagine how stale one of two might have been, you know, without the morphs. Yeah, it's like, it's definitely my favorite. It's why, why I like this three? one. Yeah. yeah, so much more than the other one. Like, Spoilers for the end of the episode. This is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, PS2 game. <laughs> Which is, I know. Oh, he's, he's boxing this for sure. <laughs> right in the box. I, I can understand why. It, it's just one of those ones you pick up and play it's, and just kind of. It's weirdly. It, it weirdly lures you in. Like It's like a Saturday morning cartoon, yet they have adult references throughout. Mm hmm. <laughs> You know, like when I saw Exorcist in there, you know, the little monkey head spinning, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't, didn't expect that. Yeah, the, the horror had, level's full of that stuff. It had oh, tons of stuff. Because each, yeah. it, the game is broken up into different levels, and each level is based on a type of movie, sort of, I guess. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't get all the references, but God, was it. I was actually laughing a lot during this game, and that's not that's not normal for me in games. It, it was <laughs> It's so lighthearted, and it, it's meant, you're just meant to turn your brain off, like, they want you to do <laughs> like the characters do in the game and just have a good time really man it's, it, that's all it's for because the whole story is that you're going to these different locations where they're filming tv shows and you're and you're trying to stop and catch all the monkeys and stop the show right essentially god is it whole, i mean there's a story in between like they pop up and go oh hey we're going to this place next and i'm like who cares let me go get more monkeys oh yeah yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't give two shits about the actual like plot going on. It was just <laughs> I just wanted to catch the monkeys. That's all I cared about. Story definitely takes a backseat to the gameplay. And yeah. then like we talked about before the episode even started, the real plot doesn't even kick in until like the second to last level when they're like, Oh, this is what we're actually doing. So but we'll get there. Okay, I also did like when they showed the characters sitting on the couch, I didn't know who they were. I figured they were from the earlier game, but I had no idea. Yeah, that's damn it. I know one of them's Spike and the other one is Jimmy from the second game. And then the professor, who is like basically the, the same role that Aki serves in this game. She's just kind of the the narrator, giving you new stuff. So let me ask you: is, Are the first and second games actually worth playing? They're they're good, but like I said, this one just had more variety to it, so it might be difficult to go back. But I know people like the second one a whole lot. Really? 
I it seems like that's that was more searched online than than mm-hmm. three was. Yeah, I think by the time three came out, people just kind of stopped caring. I can tell the they last main series. Yeah, and it was in 2006, so 316 PS3 were taken off, so no one wanted to play Ape Escape again, but now people won't shut up about wanting 4, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, 4 anytime soon. Nah, they had a, a Twitter going that was like celebrating the anniversary, and then after that, the whole page got deleted, so <laughs> it's not looking good. Yeah, I mean, if it hasn't happened by now and you don't really hear anything, I mean, chances are it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, they can add maybe fifty more gadgets for you in the new one. <laughs> God damn, how many gadgets do they have? And then it was always a new tutorial. Do you want to go to the training room? Not really, no, not anymore. <laughs> but you had looks like four more gadgets on top of the ones that you get in this game. Oh damn, yeah, <laughs> that's that's too many. Yeah, this one's pretty light on the gadgets because, like you said, you get the you get the morphs. So. Well, yeah, yeah. So they had to kind of balance it out with that. Right. I thought, I thought they had many, you know, too many morphs, too, but the morphs were fun, I will say. Yeah, a couple are, well, one is useless, <laughs> but we'll get there. They all have their use. Uh, I I really fell in love with, like, the with one of them, but with the ninja one. Oh, yes. Of course. That's all I, I used once I got it. Betting money on that one. <laughs> That's why it's the one when you go to select your morphs around the ring. That's why it's to the right because it's always the right choice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely it's the third or fourth one you get, mm-hmm. but it, it is the best one in the you know, third one you get best one in the game in my opinion. It is really good. I will say the kung fu one I just got that was I like that one too. That was pretty entertaining for me. It is pretty good. Yeah. So like Rich said, the morphs are new to this game in the series, and you get them. Um, Based on tropes, I guess. Usually they fit the theme of the boss fight that you're about to go into. So you can kind of fight Kung Fu versus Kung Fu. And the, at least the theme of the first level of that that, yeah. one, that round or, right. or so, yeah. So, like, I the don't... first one you get is the Fantasy Knight, and you go to a fantasy castle, and then you fight a big mechanical dragon with it. That, was, that wasn't a bad fight, actually. Oh, no, it's pretty, it's pretty cake when you know what to do. Basically... Fantasy Knight will block any attack in front of you. Now, this is where they kind of change depending on which character you have, because K gets an actual knight outfit, but Yumi gets more of a maid setup, where she's got a big magic rune in front of her that blocks all incoming damage. But they, like I said, they perform identically. Which is cool. I and mean, I'm glad they don't really like it. I didn't miss out on much by not playing yeah. as her. I was not a fan of the, the knight morph too much. Like, um, I feel like the shield, you, you were still able to get hit pretty easily, especially because you're not always facing the enemy when you're mm-hmm. trying, trying to get to them. So It does have that sweet, uh, when you click on the right stick, it sends off the shockwave that'll capture any monkeys in a 360 yeah. radius. So I didn't know that at first, <laughs> until a couple months oh, yeah. later. <laughs> like, when I realized the other morphs had capture abilities, then I was like, oh shit, the knight must have one too. So I went back <laughs> to it and, and found it because I was catching, I was like crawling to catch monkeys like because I didn't know how crawling? Like, what? You didn't know you can crawl? No. Yeah, yeah you can push in the left stick and then crawl and get them with a the net. Yeah, so never, could, I never did that. I just yeah. ran and packed them as much as I could. You can sneak up on them. If you can get them yeah. from behind, you can usually catch them before they even notice you. That's Got to be a pretty big challenge to try to beat at least the majority of the game without more. Oh man, I don't think you could. No, 
No, you. I mean, you really couldn't because there are certain ones where you need like the ninja to walk on the tightrope and stuff. Well, sure. I mean, other than like to actually catch oh, them, capture them with a net, though, you know. Yeah, I don't think you could either because you really yeah. need them in some parts. <laughs> I mean, that's how I would get all my monkeys yeah. later on. Like I, I you know, because normally I would sneak up on them and grab them with the with the net, but it got to a point where I'm like, screw this shit. <laughs> Oh, no, I just, just, just grab them all that way. You know, I would specifically morph just to catch one and just keep moving. <laughs> I didn't care how open they were and how much I could sneak up. I, I did not care. So you guys upgraded your uh, your morph energy, right? Oh yeah. yes. By That's getting where most the, of my money went to. Yeah, the you get currency. The I think they call them gotcha coins, and uh, yeah, you can spend three hundred to get another meter for the morph gear, and that's. Always the first 10 sets of 300 I get is to max that thing out. That's the same thing I did. And then between each level, I would just go restore my HP with cookies and Mm -hmm. keep moving. (laughs) It's also, there's so many different ways to do things in this game, too. I was, I would see, because I would, I was using the guide off and on, like, not really until later after I was going back to the game and say, oh, use this item or do this. And I did a completely different way. And I'm like, well, yeah, like there's, I mean, And there's like one level that's based on a whole racetrack, and you're supposed to like, <laughs> drive a car. I'm like, screw yeah. that. Anything. Oh, I just took the car passed by me. That's another carryover from the first game. They really wanted to use the sticks in different ways. So, like, the rowboat you see in this one was in that, where you have to rotate the sticks like you would the oars to, to move. Okay. So, yeah, the, the cars kind of control like ass. Yeah, it's not any good. any vehicle or boat or anything along those lines, the controls were all the rowboat, <laughs> the rowboats, the tank that you get, like all of it was. It, this is the first great. game that made a tank not fun to drive. <laughs> it's fine. He's like got playing Resident Evil all over again. Yeah, he's got to think of it as like each stick controls the tread on either side. Sure, yeah, I get it conceptually, but it was not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really yeah. hard time with it. But I kept uh, screwing up the. Cherub monkey mech is probably the worst one, especially when you have to use it in the Tomoki boss fight at but, the end. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, that, that mech keeps re- keeps surviving. Also, mm-hmm. like this game, with the extra life work, if you die during a boss fight, you just get right back into it and you use a life. So a couple of times, I just tanked hits and just kept going. So. <laughs> it's pretty forgiving. It like, it, it's definitely meant to be geared towards a younger audience, but there's nothing wrong with that. It just makes it fun. Less stressful. <laughs> It really was fun though. Like, I mean, hell, there's yeah. one part I I legit legit started laughing. There's a part you go to some level and you're in some like studio and you see the Statue of Liberty and a monkey sitting on his knees crying. <laughs> I just started cracking up. Of course, so the Statue of Liberty has a monkey face because everything does in this game. That's fine. It's planet, it was Planet of the Apes references. I laughed as I took my net and shoved him in the net. It was great. <laughs> I had no 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 problem. Just went right in the net. Also, you get like a one of the gadgets you get really early on is like a saber. It looks like a lightsaber, but it doesn't cut any monkeys in half. Unfortunately, you just smack <laughs> them in the face. <laughs> it it looks like a lightsaber to me. Yeah, the stun club, which doesn't really do much for you because it just pisses them off. Yeah. Typically, yeah, uh, like it stuns them just ever so slightly, but a lot of times it'll just piss them off and they'll come and take your shit from you. Oh, the first time that happened to me, I was like, "What the fuck?" He hit me, <laughs> took my net, and I'm like, "What are you doing with my net?" Did you get hit my with lightsaber, net? dude? I was. Yeah, I, I went in the net too. I found her like, oh, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, if they hit you with your net, they send you back to the the, the start. <laughs> it's good stuff. I was at the end of a level when that first happened to me, and I was not happy. <laughs> I was quite pissed off. But that's 
like the thing, the game, I wasn't ever really annoyed with it. Like I was, I mean, each level is so different. Like the first one, you start off in like an island with a cathedral. And as the game progresses, I mean, you have like one is called Saruman's Castle, which again, felt like Lord of the Rings reference, even though it really wasn't like Lord of the Rings level or anything. But everything is so different. You have a Wild West town at one part. Mm-hmm. That I didn't like because I didn't enjoy the morph that you get the cowboy morph. I didn't think it was very fun. No, and the, the capture mechanic on that one is very inaccurate. Or they kind of shoot a net with the with a rifle and it's uh, it always seemed to mess for me. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite part, but it's good for yeah, mini bosses. Even a special ability too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that the sniper rifle thing. It's useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get those monkeys that are in like the tanks of the UFOs. That thing is wild for taking them out. I don't know. What you're talking the ninja. About. The ninja ability is damn near the same and more accurate. Yeah, I'm oh, not man. sure what you guys are talking about. What, what are you that? talking about? I mean, I, when you hold down the capture, you do like a shotgun thing. You shoot out to uh, catch a net. Was there like yeah. another special right, ability yeah. they had? Yeah, you yeah. rotate the right stick and it'll oh. lock on. Okay, I didn't do that for that. You I didn't, didn't do it for a lot of forms. You're not missing anything. You the only one the that's good is... Did you skip <laughs> the training rooms, Mike? No, I did the training rooms, actually. <laughs> not at first. I skipped a couple in the beginning because I thought, oh, I can figure this out. It was later on when I realized, yeah, I can't figure this shit out. This game is complicated. I, that's why I didn't know how to use the knight the right way. Because I skipped like most of the training room, I was like, "All right, just one room, great. I'll keep moving." <laughs> <laughs> I needed yeah, a training works. room for the training rooms, I guess. <laughs> I asked you if you want to keep going. You're like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> you need the game yeah. to be like, "No, you really want this," but I don't. What, need I, yes, yes. what I thought it was asking me: Do you want to keep training in that specific room? I was like, "No." Why? Yeah, <laughs> and it does <laughs> default to no. So like, even if you're just kind of mashed on the button, you're going to skip it and get sent to the level. Yeah. Yeah, the, most of the gadgets were fun. Like, the remote control car was kind of cool. I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't really care for the the propeller thing that he had. I could never get that to work. The Skyflyer? Yeah, that thing was completely useless for me. Uh, I mean, if you're using the Ninja as much as you were, it already has, like, the double jump slope fall. So right. it's basically the same thing. Which is what I used all the time. I didn't use the other thing at all. Yeah, you just got to keep rotating the right stick to keep it spinning. That's a lot of work. Yeah, well... <laughs> But I mean, kind of some of the like some of the levels I want to mention, like it's just like there's like a there's like a boo town. Is that the one with the pumpkin on the front? There's like a uh, Jason running uh, around. Just, like, yeah, you got like Jason and a werewolf, and like Rich said, the, the Exorcist reference and the mummy oh, and all kinds of tropical. Oh, yeah, mummy was in there. Yeah, that was great. When you get the bed and the bed, you have to jump up and something to get to the bed, and there's a little monkey sitting there. His, like Rich was saying, with his head spinning. Oh god, that was hilarious. <laughs> Good stuff. I I laughed. I'm not even a fan of that movie. I did, but it was it was funny. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed a lot of the refer- movie references, even they made no sense. Like the the Spider Man <laughs> ripoff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's in one of the like. You're talking about the sideways buildings, right? Yeah, one of the actual TV station themed ones where you go into one of the rooms and you can see on a monitor is this monkey dressed up like Spider-Man climbing up a building and then you go into the next room where they're filming it and he's just on his hands and knees crawling along the side of a, a building that's sideways. <laughs> like the old Batman Adam West thing where they would rotate the camera to make it look like he was climbing up a building. Yeah. Cuddles are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just don't... I, I, pro- I mean, I caught... As I said, I don't know if I said this in the air, but I caught every monkey in this game because I had fun. <laughs> which is not like me. It is fun. And it's not like there's a whole lot of variety to what you do. It's just like, here's a new level, go in and catch this many monkeys, and then you can move on to the next level. And that's that's it. And then every four or five levels, you get a boss fight. 
Yeah, through your, I mean, the boss fights were fine. I had a problem with a couple of them, especially Yellow Ninja, but we'll get there. The first one is, what, <laughs> Guy in a Dragon Mech or something? That yeah, nice Monkey White is the, the old man monkey Thanks that's in the, the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in the big Dragon Mech. He was fine. Like, that was a... I did... Even when I had to redo that fight the second time, or... Yeah, that was simple as hell. Like, I had no problem with it. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. stop repeating his damn lines, though, so... Yeah, there is a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, when you play this game with Mute, it's fine. <laughs> it's not as bad as the last two games we've played on the show. The Robotech and Gotcha Force, where they repeat their stuff every few seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I, I, had, I had the sound on for this game, mostly, and I didn't have a podcast going. Majority of times, I just enjoyed listening to things. Yeah, the music's pretty pretty decent. That first level, the wedding one, and I really like that theme. Oh, I, I cracked up when they were coming down, when they were walking down the aisle with a little married couple of wet monkeys, and I pulled my net and just started running after them. That was great. And I take off. And I mean, I actually redid every level or most levels because after you, you only you only are able to catch so many monkeys in a level before it ends the level, and you have to go back into the level to catch whatever monkeys you that you didn't get because it just ended the level. Yeah. It's, it's like Mario sixty four where you get a star and it kicks you out. Yeah. So I would go back and I would get all the monkeys right away because if I waited, I wouldn't want to go back again. Except you had to, because when you beat the game, it adds more. Yeah, well, we'll get there. <laughs> it, it was really amusing, though. Like, there's a there's a part where you go in a football field in one level. You got to get some monkeys. And that was that was hilarious, too. They're running around on the field. And mm-hmm. I mean, monkeys can take like we said, monkeys can take your equipment. But if you go into more, if they can't do anything to you, really. And and even have like, little robots that you fight, too, throughout the game, like the little enemies. And they, they don't drop my only complaint. They don't drop a lot of health. You do not get a lot of health in this game. Typically, it's only when you're low on health that they'll be a little more generous with it. But yeah, it's mostly the the gotcha coins and the stuff that refills your more far. You get a lot of a lot of coins, though, which are useful because they don't refill your health after every level. You got to go buy to refill your health, which wasn't mm-hmm. there. What's really cool is if you collect them in short bursts, like every if you collect five and they'll go up to the next value, which are worth five each. You can catch five of those real quick before they turn back into normal ones and they go up to 10 each gold stars. Mm-hmm. That was cool. So it kind of gives you incentive to collect them as quick as possible when they come out. It, it did make I, I did try to. And I know you can buy like concept art and other stuff. I didn't care about any of that because, you know, I don't give a shit about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's completionist type stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I wasn't going down that road. I mean, I, I was concerned about getting all the monkeys and stuff like that. And I wasn't concerned about anything extra, though. You can buy other chassis for the RC car, though. There's one that makes it go super fast and harder to control. Oh, well, that's great. The RC you car like, sucks. You mean like the bigger cars? That's <laughs> because <laughs> everything is the analog stick. That was my like. It took yeah, a little while yeah. to really understand this game is an analog stick game. Period. Like that's just the game. Well, they sacrificed functionality on that right analog stick for you know, like they could have used the camera on that spot instead. Mm-hmm. The camera was one of the worst parts for me. Like that's that's what made certain like boss fights a little difficult for me. I think I'm just desensitized to it anymore because it just what you have to do is tap L1 to center the camera behind you, and I think I just kind of it's just habit now. I I really notice it anymore. I didn't have a problem with the camera, but I agree with Rich that I would have I would have rather had the analog stick be the camera and like just tap X to throw the net because I mean the idea that you can put the net in different directions, but that never helped me much. Yeah, so I just it, and then hit L three and then grab the monkeys that way and then morph back. <laughs> it's just a a product of the first game because, like I said, they wanted to use the analog sticks in unique ways. So it's just a carryover from those yeah, days. It, it it feels pretty gimmicky in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I agree. 
I could have done without that. Eh, it's fine. You get used to it. You definitely do, but it, it always reminds you that, oh, this could have been a damn camera. Yeah. The last level of each set, I think, is cool, too, where it gives you, a like, a, that's where you get the morph is always the last level. Like, the first set mm-hmm. is that you go to a castle, you get the knight. Second one is the Wild West Town, where you get, you become a cowboy. So and that, that is something I did like a lot. I, I love the variety between each like world or, or different levels. Nothing was like like the last played. one. What's that? It's a, I kept thinking of a Super Nintendo game that we played before. Which one? The Live. Oh, yeah. Oh, Live. yeah. That's all I could think of when I was playing this because I, I, I really itching to play Live Live again. Yeah, man. I haven't played it in years, so I miss it. Oh, it'll be happening at some point. It's, <laughs> it, I keep... I keep almost putting it on the show, but then it just hasn't made it because it's not going to do well. Because no one knows you know what the hell we're Nobody talking about. A, yeah. So, one day. But that's what I thought of. Like, every time like we're playing the cop, like, oh, live a live. The ninja, live a live. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that makes, that makes sense, man. Yeah. But I really hate... Okay, so that's the question for Mike. Did you have a problem with the blue monkey? Or is he simple to you? Because I hated the fucking blue monkey boss. Uh, It's kind of just trying to avoid him as he's spinning around and just shoot at him. Like, I know that's... What was that one? Uh, Monkey Blue is the cowboy one, so he's okay. on the he's yeah. on his unicycle. I had a problem, and that's what I meant by the damn camera. That's yeah, I, I can see that. I I could I just stood in one spot and waited for him to drive around again, but it it, it annoyed me because it wasn't it was hard. I feel every other boss fight that I've had in the game was pretty easy until I got to him. Like he he even the ones after him he was he was much harder. He was an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just used to it at this point because I played this so many times. I had a really hard time with him. I actually died once or twice on him. Because he has a second form or a second part of the fight where he ends oh, up yeah. gap cannon. And if you die on there, it takes you back to the earlier part where he's riding his little unicycle around in circles around a little town. But at least in this, in every boss fight, they keep dropping more and more enemies. So that way you can keep getting more of the green stuff. The more and, more and cookies, too. Yeah, hopefully so cookies. That. That definitely helped with that part. I I wouldn't have been able to probably beat that if it wasn't for those coming out. Yeah, it made it a lot easier, and it it was like interesting. Though. Yeah, the Gatling gun is kind of a pain in the ass. I think you're meant to use the night morph to block all the bullets as you run up to them. Oh, I just kind of I just kind of juked as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's I did what I did. I stuck to the ran the up and tanked morph. them. You can take a few hits if you're, especially if you have been in in, in full health. That's what I did because I didn't care. Yeah, you can. Do a Dan Tack, do the math kind of thing, and just run up and tank him. Yeah, I just wanted to kill him fast as I could. <laughs> but it was that was the part where I was a little annoyed with the game, was fighting Monkey Blue, but still, like overall, I was having a blast with this game. Oh, and yeah. I just can't get over the fact that I was having so much fun. <laughs> you know, I, when the, I, didn't, with the... I didn't want to go into this game liking it. <laughs> oh, you think I just pick garbage? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you see it initially, it's like what kind of kitty shonen trash is this and then it grows on you as you just keep going it, it really is fun in, in the end yeah well, any game with a set of enemies that call themselves the freaky monkey five doesn't take itself too seriously <laughs> and a game like that should not take itself seriously <laughs> no that kind of premise yeah agreed because they are definitely like oh god the monkey five we're talking about them the third one is the one where i really started <laughs> questioning this game you fight monkey yellow yeah, who's dressed up like a sumo a sumo wrestler, despite it being all ninja themed. Yeah, his uh his big attack is shooting shurikens with rope attached to them from his nipples. Yep, that's the one that got me. I didn't catch it until I watched the video. I'm like, what? 
So do yeah. you know the voice actor for Monkey Yellow? I wasn't paying attention. That is Steve Blum, Spike Spiegel himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never I've never seen Cowboy Bebop, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time one of his characters has shot rope shurikens from his nipples. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> that was a that's a fight. You have to transform into the ninja morph and then jump on the yeah. the ropes, run up him, hit him in the face, and then you push something on him. Like oh, it was a really dumb fight, though. Oh, you guys didn't play as Yumi, so you missed that Monkey Yellow fat shames her. He's talking about her ratings and how she needs to double check him after the press sees her waistline. Wow. It's like this is a Ooh. a ten year old girl, dude. Calm down. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, shooting shooting shurikens out of your nipples, I mean, the developers definitely took some liberties in, in this game. <laughs> it's by far the my least favorite boss fight, because it's just yeah. stupid. Yeah, it's but fine. That level before the Emperor's Castle, when you're running around as a ninja, that was some... That hit my... That was, like, my thing, I've realized. Like, I just... I love running around the ninja, fighting with him, jumping on ropes, running across mm-hmm. walls. Like, that was probably my favorite level. Now you See, need to go buy some Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, that won't go over so well. <laughs> no. no. I mean, use the... Seriously. Where you rotate the right analog stick, you use that for the Ninja, right? What do you mean, rotate it? Where you, like, spin the right <laughs> stick and that's the the extra thing? Yeah, I have no idea. Mine never oh, did. Oh, Mike! Every morph had, like, their... You spin the right analog stick and they have an extra ability. Not when I played. Like, that's going to completely <laughs> neuter the next one, but this one, it makes two... Two doppelgangers... Move in, in a side. Oh, move alongside. Oh, yeah. I did it once in the training, but I never did it in practical use. I forgot about. So it. yeah, yeah, it helps you so attack enemies and capture monkeys easier. If you too. capture, they still appear and go and grab them. Grab, grab them. Yeah, it's, yeah, I feel but like it, it's faster. a wider range. Yeah, though with the three, maybe. And every time you attack, they also attack, so it does triple damage. And you don't I once in a while had for using it when I would accidentally do it. So how did you do the genie then? If you didn't, I did it for the genie. Okay. But I had to, but I didn't do it for the ninja. I didn't do it for the cowboy. I didn't do it for the knight. I did it for the monk. I did it for the superhero thing once in a while. Yeah, that one's not. They're not uh, super useful. But yeah, the the next one is the genie dancer. Right before you fight Monkey Pink, basically you control the genie with the right stick and then rotate the right stick to make him a boogie, as Yumi puts it. Oh, man. And it kind of distracts all the enemies, which makes them super easy to catch and destroy. Yeah, it was no, It was actually a very useful morph. I didn't like it. I didn't like the I mean, genie at all. Well, because you had the ninja at that point, and that's really all you need. was stupid to me. Like, I just wasn't... It was a very dumb morph, but it was very useful. To I mean, because... the, the level was cool, because you're, you're in a whole, like, it's called Mirage Town, but you're, like, you're on a desert with sand pits, mm. and you're... Running around telling you're a lad. It made me feel like yeah. it made me feel like I was playing Kingdom Hearts. I felt oh, like I was yeah, like, I could see that since Agrabah's in every flipping game. They had the the flying carpets, mm-hmm. everything. They just look like something stripped directly out of Aladdin or Kingdom Hearts. You got at least like the Indiana Jones references, right, Mike? God, I forgot this game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have some. I don't remember what they are now. Uh, I think there's one dressed up. There's a monkey dressed up like him. Oh, like by a temple or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the bottom of that pyramid. There's somebody like just. Yeah, you're right. And I, I, I just grabbed his ass real fast, and it wasn't. Yeah, I did not remember that. I, I barely pay attention to what they're wearing because I, I mean, there's a Titanic level. Yeah. Yeah. The, nope. the Titanic is in the water. And immediately, you hit one of the little buttons to make stuff happens, and it sinks. <laughs> and a raft and Rose up. and and Rose and Jack pop out on a boat. Yeah. Cool. 
I, I laughed at that too. But there is one level, Toy Town, where I this is one of the games to be on, on next season. As I was doing that level, there's a part you have to like you're in like a little miniature town, you have to drive your little RC car, and all I could think of was Soul Blazer. All that went through my head. Why? With me, right, Rich, on that one? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, oh God, I got nothing Soul for Blazer. you. You I played. played I played. Soul Where were you when I was a kid? When you were when you're at my house all the time. Not playing Soul Blazer. Apparently, Soul Blazer <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought you meant Act Razor for a second. But I was like, nope, that's definitely not. Nope. It. Soul Blazer is a top-down annex RPG where you have a sword and smack things. Yeah, I don't recall it, man. I'm surprised. I know I've talked about it when I was a kid. And you must have not been listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. It's you're, you don't worry. You'll get the chance to play it here. <laughs> not to look this damn thing up now. <laughs> but yeah there's a level that's what all it reminded me of was a level in that game where you go into a toy model because because the, the toy world in this game is where you have these different sections where like one you ha- you can do a race car and one you're in like a miniature little town like it was it's some cool stuff that definitely added a nice little variety where well i'm glad you like that aesthetic because that other very weird ps2 game that's coming next season is full of that stuff what game are you thinking about doing uh, the one I told you not to look anything up on, and you looked up the cover and said you'd never seen it before. Okay, I forgot it, what, it, what it was. <laughs> okay. We can talk about it after. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. If you don't do it. All right. But um, some of the other levels I want to mention from this section, I don't remember what Mount Amazing. Oh, the Mount Amazing. That's like you had to climb up. That, that one I did not like at all. Is that the one where they introduced the Kung Fu powers? I no, think that's the one where you get the, the, the glider. The, the, yeah. Kung Fu Alley. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't care for that one too much. The Skyflyer. Yeah. Oh, there is one level that really blew my mind with Airplane Squadron. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> you're on like freaking planes, running across planes, jumping from plane to plane as you're traveling through this level. And I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> my like that one. Was, still awesome. See, now that level reminded me of other games, just like almost everything else in the game reminded me of other games or movies or something like that. So that reminded me, especially when you got to the big jumbo jet uh, of like perfect dark. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't recall what you're talking about. You don't remember the jet in perfect dark? No, it's air force one. I have yeah, no it's, uh, The president, he's like, I assume you have evidence. That's what he says. <laughs> Freaking love that cutscene. You can't make accusations like that without evidence. I yeah. assume you have some. <laughs> Good I have stuff. no recollection of you guys I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I, I plan on it, actually. You played a lot of Perfect Dark. I'm surprised you don't remember that. Me too. <laughs> I have no it's like, the most, it's like the most famous line in the entire game. I, uh, I just good. don't remember it all. Also, the name of that stage in, in Ape Escape 3 is Ape Ape and Away, which is just gold. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fake Superman ape, too, you got to grab at one point. Yep. Yeah, because he's in the phone booth, and you hit the action button, <laughs> he uh, transforms and flies out. That was funny. And then there's a one, like, on the plane, there's one, like, holding onto the wing about to fall off. Like, I like that. That reminds me of, like, Twilight Zone thing. Oh, it, the monkeys are so freaking funny in this game. <laughs> like you're, And you get a slingshot, too, which was kind of useful. I mean, it's pretty useful, I should say. Not certain yeah. points. I mean, I I didn't like the mechanics of it, but it yeah, it did its job. Yeah, and the, also, you get a radar in this game that helps point you the direction of where monkeys are, which is super fucking. Mm-hmm. You cannot do the game without that. Yeah, it's pretty useful, especially when you're trying to find monkeys that you missed. <laughs> well, yeah, and if you're in a if you're in a certain if you're in a certain zone, and then you you want to make sure before you leave that you got every single one in that zone. Just give that thing a whirl, and then mm-hmm. yeah. 
in the next I was glad how reliable it was, though. Like, it was actually really good about finding them in an area. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it's really yeah. useful for finding the secret rooms later, which we'll get to when we get to. Yeah. Rich doesn't know what we're talking about, but yeah. Nope. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the other thing that we say about the genie I didn't like, the genie makes, you can make the monkeys dance, and I thought that was stupid. Yeah, but it dance, so they don't run. You know, when you go into the ninja, they don't run anyway because you just freaking throw the clothes yeah, at them well, and grab the glasses. They should have had him hypnotize them. But then again, as we said multiple times, it's meant to be for a younger audience, so I get it. Yeah, Even though they have monkeys with like their shorts blown off and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Probably not a Marilyn Monroe monkey at some point. Yeah. There's yeah. a king monkey on the plane for some reason. I didn't understand. I don't, I'm not sure that was a reference to. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense to me either. The what? The king on the plane. He just sitting oh. there on the. Yeah, I don't know. Prince Virtus. It's got to be a movie reference to something. Because most Probably. I mean, there's so many movie references in this game, but I don't get all of them, of course. Like Beauty and the Beast and the Castle level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I don't think that one triggered, even though it should have. Oh, oh yeah, it, it's a it's a full cutscene. You walk into the big ballroom, and it shows the two that are like doing the fight animation, like they're dancing. Oh yeah, okay. It should have. I, I guess I wasn't. I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. So the the boss for the genie is Monkey Pink, who's the the token female of the Freaky Monkey Five. Freaky Monkey Five. Okay. And I don't know if you recognized her voice. That's. Debbie Derryberry, who is 100% just doing her Jimmy Neutron voice. Oh, I didn't, did not notice that. Oh, I yeah. like Jimmy Neutron. Either. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 100% that that's all I could hear is this feminine pink monkey just talking Jimmy Neutron at me. I must have well, really I super simple fight, though. Oh, yeah, because you just rotate and get the genie dancing and she just can't do anything. I didn't like nope. that fight at all. Really? I had a hard time with it. I don't know why, but I had a hard time with it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, how did that happen? <laughs> I just, I didn't, I mean, I make a dance, because if you don't make her dance, she runs around a lot, and I, she kept running away on me. At least you got to listen to her uh, sweet song. Eh. <laughs> it was my least, it was probably one of my least favorite fights. So it's either know. that, or Nipple Shurikens, which, which one you take her? Oh, <laughs> uh, Nipple Shurikens, he was least favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't. I had a hard time with her both times. I, I'd make her damp. I don't know. I just didn't like. I don't. I. I found out I don't like it when a game won't let me hurt an enemy. Like you know, say here they're just absorbing all your bullets and electric charging, and you can't get them and you can't shoot them. You know, I. I found I really don't like that in games. Oh, it's like the the teleborgs in this game that have the shields on the front of them. Mm. Oh, that pissed me off too. Yeah. I found that you can use the RC car and drive around under the shield, which is oh. nice. Or you transform into the ninja and you smack them in the face. Works too. Yeah, and the kung fu fighter can break or the shield maybe just run past them or that. That. <laughs> i stop fighting people after a while i'm like there's no unless there's a monkey for me to catch even then like there's no point in me to fight these little monsters well, I, I unless you're trying to refill like your your energy gauge or anything else but <laughs> i killed i killed everything that i came across like everything has to die until the second the last two stages then i kind of stopped caring god because it gets it gets a lot and i actually i had a hard time because at one point in this game you get a gadget where you can swim in the water i couldn't for some reason my left trigger wouldn't work or my you know l3 and i couldn't go underwater at first oh that's weird <laughs> i don't think it was set right there's also a boxing monkey at one point in a boxing ring yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like surrounded by water too it was almost, weird. almost like that, a raft ever summer island that's that level where you're, it's a weird level that one took me a little bit that I couldn't figure out what the hell to do where you're like in a, I don't even know how to describe it. I wasn't a big fan of that entire level. Like, yeah, yeah. You're on an island type. Like, yeah. And there was a monkey I was missing for a while and he was just somewhere on a raft. Oh yeah. With his pants as the, the little flag at the top. Yeah. There was a monkey, if I'm correct, taking a dump. <laughs> his, 
There's one in a in a house or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do put them in really funny situations and funny places, though. Like, mm. I was surprised in the humor of this game. I don't know if the first two games have them in the costumes. Like, I know they have the different colored pants to kind of denote the traits that they have. It's been around. I don't pay attention to that either. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's kind of hard to pay attention to that a lot because I don't know, maybe just because of the graphics of the time, but also how small they are, how far away they usually are. It's, it's hard yeah. for me to tell a lot of times. Like, I think the blue ones are fast and the black ones always have guns, but... Yeah. Oh, God. When monkeys have guns, it's not a fun thing, I found out. <laughs> oh, no, it is not. And you find that out in the, the Western stage. <laughs> oh, man. They get, when they get the submachine guns, though, whoo, they can take your little ass out, though, quick. <laughs> it sounds like a Western movie when monkeys have guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they get mean when they get the submachine guns later on in the game. Like, they are mean little bastards. Yeah. Especially in that city level, and there's like three of them robbing a bank, and they're all shooting at you. Oh, yeah, that's what Ninja's great for. Yeah, that is true. I, I like how they all have different personalities. Kind of like you can, if you go to the radar and you hover over them, it gives like little stars, and it will also like you can, when the radar will show you where they are, I would use that sometimes, like hover around the camera to see where are they so I can find their little asses and shove mm-hmm. them in. Yeah, there's one in the 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 sauna room where he's like on the other side of the wall, and you have to. He says he climbs the wall to get... I climbed a wall to get here, so you have to figure out where he climbed up to, to get over to where he's at. I think I did that part. There's a couple I did wrong. Like, I, I went and did it a different way, like, using certain, like, jumping very precisely. Mm-hmm. And then I found... Using save states to make it happen, then I found out, oh, you're just go around the corner. I'm like, oh, okay. It happened a couple <laughs> times in this game, right? I found a different way to do something that was not the intended way, because I just wasn't... Right. I don't know what my problem was. I didn't care about any of, like, the stats. Like, it didn't matter how fast they ran. If they attacked me, either way, they're going to the net. So, good Yeah, matter. very true. They gotta go in the net. Their little descriptions aren't as fun as they were in the original game, where they kind of talk about their hobbies, I think, in those, the first game. Yeah, this one, they're just, yeah, this one, they're just kind of super little quips, I guess. I don't know. He can spin the sword around in a circle like Link? Yeah. Huh. Never saw that. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, paid shit, apparently. I, I found that I play games wrong a lot of times when I play them, you know, where I just miss things for some we reason. Know. We know. Yeah, you so spend a lot of time playing them, too, which is the crazy part. <laughs> I mean, even though, like, that's another thing interesting. Like, even though I'm missing so much in this game, I still had a blast playing it. Like, even though I couldn't go underwater, like, there's certain parts you can go underwater spikes. Apparently, if you just jump on the spike, you can still go through it just fine. <laughs> Makes sense. I just would like, oh, I'll just take a hit and go through the spikes that way, like a speedrunner. I don't care. It was that fun video game thing where it lets you jump out of water for no reason at all. That's not how physics work. That's okay, though. <laughs> I'm okay with that. The jumping in this game is not... Like, the double jump is not bad, except you got to be fast with it. Like, you can't... Yeah. I would fall a lot because I would try to, like, wait my double jump, and that does not work in this game. You double jump immediately, or you don't double jump, period. Your choice. Yeah. That was a little annoying. That was one thing I could have done without. Yeah, I learned that the hard way, especially on that plane level when I'm trying to double jump and I yeah. wait too long. Yeah, plunge a few times. Use the sky flyer. That thing's garbage. <laughs> it's fine. I, I knew, and I knew that. Like I was either like, "Well, I'm going to use the ninja," or you know, the sky flyer. And I was like, "You know what? I don't want to." So <laughs> that's how much I hated it. I guess I didn't. I didn't want to switch to it. So we should we should talk about Kung Fu Alley a little bit. <laughs> this yeah. is a level. <laughs> Uh, so this is where you get the Kung Fu morph mode that I know this is as far as um, Rich got in the game, but this is this level is something else. And yeah. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's something else. Get the, the Dragon Kung Fu Fighter Morph, which is a mouthful. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. Like, 
I didn't find it super useful. No, ninja's better. Yeah, mostly because it has limited range because you're punching with the little baskets on your hand or whatever they are. It, but it's still like that level was like level starts off like you're running around in, in a canyon and then it changes into where you're in, and then you're jumping on on blocks and then you're in a town like it, it this level took I, it took me a while to do this level the second time to get all the monkeys that I missed because it's yeah. not an easy level. It doesn't help that each level progressively gets bigger and bigger. So by the this time is, you're this late in the game, it's it's pretty sizable. This is one where I climbed up a pole, double jumped off a pole with a ninja just right to land on a sign to then find out after I landed on the sign, I was supposed to go around, hit a button to shot a string right to right to the <laughs> monkey. It took me 10 tries to jump up this pole. But I'm and sure you, you felt super accomplished when you finally got it. I did. I'm like, wow, this is really hard. Why the hell is like this game is not? And then I found out, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Real simple. What to do? The Kung Fu, I, don't, I just like the Kung Fu level. I thought it was a cool level. Much as it pissed me off, but it was a cool level. And the monkeys have, I, I, I do like the monkeys in the little ninja suits too. Like the red, yellow, and blue suits they run mm-hmm. around in. That was really cool. You find the ones ones up on the roof that are like, have the parachute kite thing attached to them. So they're Yeah, that the reminded me of Mystical Ninja. You have one random monkey on a kite, hanging on a kite yeah. in an earlier level. That's pretty good. And one with a mermaid tail on. So I don't know if that's one of them, but there are 12 monkeys throughout the game that are all kind of representations of the, the Zodiac. Huh. So you find one as a crab and one of the football players you mentioned earlier has like Tauros. Bull oh, yeah. Horns. So they all uh, I thought it was cool. I always like when something pays tribute to the Zodiac I signs. Realize that what that was. <laughs> so, Rich, did you get to the monkey red fight or did you stop right before? No, that? I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't fully get there. OK, well, you miss fighting a monkey who farts at you as one of his attacks. Oh great! Oh, that's he literally awesome. farts at you. That's his attack. He will turn his butt. And you'll see his monkey butt as the gas comes out. And he farts to get from level to level of the place you fight him. Yep, that fight and pissed me off. Yeah, it's not great. Just, Just when like, you when thought you a game like this wouldn't have flatulence humor. Yeah, because if you get caught in the fart, you also get like stunned too, and then he. So that's not fun. Yeah. And he shoots fart projectiles at you, too. So you, you fight him for a little bit, and then he goes up to the next level, which is a little smaller. And then the third level is just a, a narrow platform with the spinning blades underneath it. Pretty rough. It's not not, not my favorite. Even when I had this, when I when I went through the game the second time and I had the superhero morph, I just shot the hell out of him. He, still, he takes a lot of hits. Yeah. He's not simple. So Monkey Red's voice actor, his name is Greg either Berger or Burger, yeah. but he is Jack from Final Fantasy X. Oh, so, okay. Surprised he's not telling Kay to not to cry or whatever. Oh, man, I can't remember anything about X really other than... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, it's been too long, hasn't it, Rich? You know, I played the game. I played the, uh, the remaster. Oh, I own three copies of it, but I haven't played it yet. Wow, how does that happen? I don't really know, but I found I own it twice on PS3 and I own it on PS4. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't age as well as no. I wanted it to, but, you know. It's on my list to someday go back to, but it hasn't happened yet. He's apparently been voiced in Eeyore for a while, too, from Winnie the Pooh. Okay. This character's a little different than Eeyore. So is Jick, though. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I remember Jick was kind of like a raspy voice, too. I don't know how I go from, oh, I'm sad, Pooh. I don't want to go out with you today. <laughs> You crying again, kid? Or however the hell. It's been a long time. To a farty monkey. I I could done without this fight. Especially the second time I did it. I was not happy. This place will be your grave. (sighs) I mean, I used the first time I used the, you know, the morph that you get. Because I I would use whatever. You're supposed to use whatever morph you get in that in that set of levels for the boss fight. Yeah. 
And then the game gets really freaking strange pretty quickly after this. I think the next level after you beat Red Monkey is Midnight Bay. This one I had a hard time with. I think this is the one with the Terminator reference. Yes, it has the two Terminators in a in a room. This is where you have like a giant boat and you go through a bunch of warehouses and things. It, but yeah, there's a room where you go and there's a switch. You see a guy with a leather jacket and sunglasses with a red eye fighting a, a gold <laughs> monkey or a silver monkey, all silver metal looking monkey in a in a in a place with like fire and lava. Yep. Get the conveyor belt in the lava. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like the coolest part of the whole game. <laughs> it's not a bad level. It's just a little complicated because there's like there was one monkey who was fishing that I couldn't find. And there's one monkey underwater that it wouldn't show me where he was, like in the radar exactly, because you have to hit something to make him come out. But it's oh a, yeah, it's, I know what you're talking about. I had, a, I had a hard time trying to get all the monkeys in the level. I, I had to use a guide for and watch. Like, oh, okay, I'll miss because I was just missing one that I shouldn't have been missing. So it took a little bit, but it's still a cool. It's a cool level. I mean, it, it's not bad. The Terminator reference is pretty funny though. The Apeinator. <laughs> it's. God, this game gets this game gets funny. Like I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I don't think there's any anything else about that level that I want to mention. Probably not. I don't remember anything else about Midnight. Oh, and you have the stupid UFO enemies that you fight throughout this game too, which are kind of annoying. Yeah, I just use the the cowboy one, just unload on them. This game does a pretty good job of putting you in vehicles a lot. Like it likes to do that. There's a few different little mechs that you can drive throughout the game. Like we were talking about earlier about the rowboats and stuff and. There's a lot of that though. Mm-hmm. And not, oh. not a. Uh, it's not like the Batmobile and Arkham Knight levels of being in the vehicle all the time, but yeah, they're in there quite a bit. At least they make them short enough to where it it doesn't feel so bad. Because if I had to use that for an extended period of time, I would not have liked the game. Yeah, that's fair. Especially that mech where you have to like pull the two sticks apart to make it jump. That was weird. That that's how it jumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it happen. I had no idea why it was happening or how it happened. I just know it happened. Yeah, okay. It's not great. Yeah, it was one of those parts where, I mean, at least they're not frequent. Like, you do fight a few monkeys in them, but it's not a whole lot of the game. Like, you can get away from it. Mm-hmm. Is there any point when you go to the cameras to film monkeys? Uh, it just unlocks little movies that you can watch and then the hub. And that's uh, really it? There's no payoff? No, they're just little shorts for oh, completion's sake. I guess if you want 100%, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got 80% somehow. Yeah, that unlockable thing that you get at the end counts towards the percentage. Okay, I did. I wasn't going for 100. I didn't care enough. Nah, I, I did enough in this game. <laughs> Getting all the monkeys, that was enough. And then then the game gets really weird. Like the final two levels of this game are where you're not no longer in the movies anymore. Like you go to, to so throughout this game, you have uh, this guy in it with a giant fro called Tomoki who serves no purpose at all, who dancing all the time. Yeah. And you go to Tomoki City, which, like, every other level, every other level previous this will show, oh, you got to catch X amount of monkeys. Well, this level doesn't show you have to catch any monkeys. So I didn't catch the monkeys in this level at first. I'm like, oh, well, I guess the game, it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not going to go for 100%. I'm just going to beat the game the one time. So I stopped catching monkeys midway through this level. That was a mistake. <laughs> this is also when you get the superhero suit. At least that's what, is that what it's the, called? That's The Cyber Ace. Somebody call it a superhero because he can like shoot laser beams and then he can kind of dash, but fly dash very terribly. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't control super well. well. The problem is like if you dash, let's say you dash and you almost made the platform, but you just want to go back just a little bit, he'll dash again and I'd fall to my death all mm-hmm. the time. I tend to overshoot things when I try to use the dash. It's only one dash. It, it, it's not like oh, I'll just dash this far. It just dashes whatever the the distance is. 
Yeah. So I, I typically just use the, the Skyflyer instead. I would just go to Ninja, but... Oh, yeah. This level gets, like, there are so many... Fr- like, what, 30 or something monkeys in this level, I think? 30... 29. There's a lot of monkeys, and, like, you fight... You'll have parts you just fight multiple monkeys and freaking, like, mech, little mechs who was, like, they're shooting missiles at you, and I just skipped them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It gets, uh, it gets kind of brutal towards the end. But it, it had my favorite monkey reference at one part. You go to the top of, like, this tower... And you see a monkey in a Vader suit. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I laughed hard when the, and he's sitting there. And I think I don't remember he says anything to you, but I laughed. I figured you were like that one. That was I was like, OK, this is great. This, this made this game even better than I was having fun with it because it just is. I mean, I caught his ass immediately as soon as I saw him. But I, I laughed and it was Vader. I'm surprised there wasn't one dressed like a Xenomorph or something or Predator. Yeah, you think they would have done something like that. Maybe they're not as big in Japan as they are here. Yeah, and then you have the Tomoki fight, which is where like you get more story of this game, where you find out that Spectre, the evil monkey, is going to his his whole master plan is that he made a giant like fist. Yeah, the, the chop rocket is what they call it. It's going it. to chop the Earth in half. So Spectre will get half, and Tomoki, Doctor Tomoki, will get the other half to rule. That's that's the big plan with their giant IQs that they're going to cut the world in half so they can eat half of it. Like I said, Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Taking the brain kind of while oh, yeah. going on. It's... So we got to we got to talk about Doctor Tomoki's voice actor. He's this little guy named uh, Nolan North. I don't think <laughs> he's really done anything since then. But <laughs> uh, I don't know North, but then I don't pay. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, it's one of those ones you really have to listen for it, and then you kind of hear Nathan Drake in there somewhere. This this boss fight was terrible, though. Yeah, it's not great. He's in a mech, and you have to use your little mech, and I never really understood what I was doing. I just knew I could make it work sometimes. So I, I had a really hard time trying to punch him. I think you have to, like, click in both sticks at the same time to do a dash thing? Uh, the right click does it, too. Yeah, okay, that's must be what It'll it damage your mech, and then your mech will blow up, and you have to go get another mech. This was one of his first big voice acting things. It's just a dumb fight. It, it, and he's shooting missiles at you constantly. Like you can, you can't hurt him outside your mech. I, I did not enjoy this fight at all. Missiles. It's very flamboyant <laughs> cry. <It's a> bad, <laughs> bad level. I wait to hear that. It's worth so it though. He's working with Spectre because you find out that he was a a test subject for the people helmets, and it like got lodged onto his head, so he wears the fro to cover it up. And he got laughed at by humans, so he joined Spectre to get revenge on humans. <laughs> the, yep. Yeah. Like, more Saturday Night cartoon. Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, yeah. And there's even, like, a Godzilla joke in here, where you have two monkeys that are all humongous fighting each other, and one's wearing, like, an alligator helmet. You gotta shrink them down in the final level to Space TV Fortress. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like Godzilla and Ultraman fighting because the other one's got some kind of robot. That's how you know it's Japan because nobody knows who the hell Ultraman is otherwise. <laughs> right. I do because there's a really there's a bad Super Nintendo game that I had for that I kept that I did not know how to play. There's a couple of Japan only ones I want to check out maybe on the show sometime. Oh, and it's uh it's sorry the last level has a Darth Vader one I was wrong but it's the final <laughs> level that has a Darth Vader yeah, monkey. That makes sense. It's in space. It was a fun level. I mean, again, that's another level that has way too many monkeys that I was avoiding until I found out I wasn't supposed to be. Because, God, there's a lot of monkeys in that final level. Uh, 43. That's a lot of <laughs> According monkeys. According to the wiki. That's too many monkeys. That's a lot of monkeys. Yeah, that is too many. 
And I think this is the level that I told you is the main reason why I don't go for all the monkeys, because there's a, a moving platform. And there's like four of them that are flying through the air that you have to catch as you mm-hmm. fly by them, which I'm sure the, the ninja helps. Oh, the ninja, out. as long as I, I had to jump and then hit the button, but I had to wait till after they pass and it would work or something. But I made it work. But it, yeah, it wasn't huh. weird. Yeah. And then and then you get to the, the first final fight. Spectre himself. In a giant mech climbing up a tower or something, you have to like break different parts of it, like break little break the parts that look like little keys turning. Yeah. It's an odd fight. Yeah, this is where I use the I use the knight quite a bit because he he's constantly shooting at you, so he's using it to just block all the bullets instead of dodging them. Well, I just tank with my lives and just kept doing that way <laughs> or that. I had I bought max lives at one point because I had already filled up my morph bar, so I had all the morph energy I could get, so I would just do that to tank hits. I didn't give a shit. But it's still a cool fight how you keep, like, you're destroying his, you know, mech armor and you finally have to go in, like, the face of the mech and destroy the, the face. And oh, that was a cool fight. And the other player character shows up, whichever one you don't peg, controlling the, uh, like, the air tortoise or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you fight Spectre in a chair, shooting stuff at you. Yeah. Oh, we also mentioned how bosses have, like, special little moves where they say something and it shows their portrait on the screen. Right. Very, very Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, for sure. It's and, still um, a cool fight. Like it wasn't too challenging though. I liked it. I didn't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, it's not. It's fine. It's not as bad as like the pink monkey for me or the red monkey. It was just a fine fight. And then you catch Spectre and oh, we. I don't think we mentioned this earlier, but when you're trying to when you catch the pink monkey, she doesn't let you catch her. After you beat her, she runs away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which ends up playing a part because after you catch Spectre, there's some little cutscene that shows. Oh no, remember pink monkey? How we didn't catch her. Well, she escaped, and she let everybody go. <laughs> oh, and also, after you beat Spectre, you see a cutscene where Tomoki sacrifices himself for that way the big chop chop thing won't destroy the planet. Mm-hmm. And then you get credits, and then the game drops you back in, and that's when you find out Pink Monkey escaped. You also see during so the so credits. When you get destroyed, you have to catch every single monkey you already caught again? No, no she frees the bosses. All the monkeys you missed, plus you have to catch new monkeys. Yeah, because after you beat Spectre, you get the last morph gear, which is Super Monkey. It puts you in a giant monkey costume, and you can <laughs> detect the scent of bananas, where you find the the hidden green rooms where monkeys are hiding in the levels. And it's four monkeys sitting there having lunch yep. every time. The radar is super useful for that, too. And then you go in there, and they scream and run around, and you grab them all. Unless you still have the monkey costume on, then they like kind of wave at you like you're one of them. But you but can't you... the monkey costume, though. Right. So I would, I'd go in there, switch to the ninja, and just start grabbing their ass as fast as oh, I yeah. could. Great. Every time. <laughs> I never realized hearing, hearing a monkey shriek in, in fear as my ninjas grab them was, was a very exciting feeling. Oh, yeah, it's Pretty dumb. Good. I was pissed off when I found out. And you have to, have to refight all the boss fights, too. Or all the, the five monkey bosses you have to refight. Yeah, but the fights themselves aren't any different. No, exactly the same. I was just like, why? Except you actually catch pink that time. Yeah. And I actually was surprised. Me. I actually went through and did it all. Like, I was not expecting to do it, but I went and caught every monkey. <laughs> I caught the freaky monkey five again, and that was as far as I got because I was missing pretty much all of the monkeys in the last two levels. You beat I caught before. Yeah, I have. So once or twice, I think I got all the monkeys. That's the thing is, I was so into this that I, I felt the need to do it, which is not me. 
just means you're having a good time. If it, yeah, it was nice. compels you to to do the rest, I mean, it's it's a good thing. It's not always, it doesn't always happen with the games we play on the show, like Robotech. I just wanted that game to be over with. Name with Gotcha for it. It's nice. Yeah, this is the first one since Soccerina, I think, that I've actually played the the entire way through. <laughs> There's been some bad games lately. Yeah. <sighs> so. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of cool. Like, I was not happy. I had to go back through the levels. I'm like, I, I do not like when a game makes me do that. But I was okay with it. Like, I wasn't upset that I had to do it. I used a guide to see where they were. But other than that, I wasn't upset. It's, it's more game that you get to play. It's not more game that you have to play. Right. So, and at least the whole time up to that point, you're having a good time. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, you're doing, like, Ghosts and Goblins or some trash. Mm-hmm. Then you got to do it all over again. No, <laughs> it's not the same thing. <sighs> Didn't we find that out by accident when we first played on Super Nintendo back with emulators? Yeah. yeah, well, we finally beat it, and I know you did it. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was like, I remember we did it with save states. We're like, I, he, Rich was playing, and as soon as he gets somewhere safe, I hit the save button. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, did on, I did on Switch not too long ago because of the, the rewind. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But so after you go and catch all the monkeys, refight the boss fights, then you get the final, final boss. Which is Spectre again, but this time there's no giant mech. You just fight him. Yeah, that one I don't remember the bonus fight. I'm trying to pull it up right now because I don't really remember it either. I think, it, yeah, you just, you just, he just in the chair and he says, oh, I give up. And he puts you in a cage. And then he says, actually, I lied. <laughs> and then you just fight him the same way. Pretty much. You smack him a bunch of time, but then the floor is getting like falling apart or something on you. It, it's, it's, it's not too bad. Hmm. It wasn't a hard fight. And it, and I was like, and I actually had fun. Like I, like I didn't want to stop. I love this. This game was great. <laughs> great, and it shouldn't have been. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. And you also get a few mini games that I didn't bother with. One, you get a monkey throw game or something. Or I didn't try game. any of those. Like yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I tried them back in the day, but I couldn't tell you what any of them are. There's so many different like shops and everything you can go into. The only one that matters is the one where you buy like your your energy and your cookies and then. The only thing I went through in the the main hub was saving my game. <laughs> that was it. And they got all these other things that seem kind of pointless. Yeah. Well, you you can one game you can throw monkeys where you like spin in a circle and you let it go at the right spot to you know launch them down the football field. The other one is a fighting game called Ultima Ape Fighter, where you pick a different monkey and you fight monkeys in a two D fighter. Interesting. Yeah. And do you get anything I, out of doing this, or is it just another fun pointless thing? <laughs> and then if you beat the game you unlock another mini game called Measle Gear. Yeah, Mesel Gear solid. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what the screenshots are that I put in there. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. It's literally a, it's like an hour long mini game where you play as Snake. Peepo Snake. His name is Peepo Snake. <laughs> you literally sneak around and go through like stuff from Metal Gear games. And Mike was all excited until I told him that it uses the Apis tape. Ape Escape control scheme, not Metal Gear, so it's uh, it's kind of jank. Did you really think it was going to use Metal Gear? <laughs> We're still going to play it. I'm just waiting until later, but I 100% want to record a mini where we talk about that and the apes in Snake Eater. I would yeah. definitely check that out. I mean, now I get to see the other end of it now. I never thought I would ever see that. It's a very strange crossover. <laughs> Metal yeah, Gear is. and Ape yeah. Escape, and it's 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 like a full fledged game almost too. From the look, of like an hour long. That's that's not bad for a mini game. You know so that's a Kojima, that's an Xbox Live Arcade game right there. Yeah. Kojima had some sake with a, one of the developers or somebody from that game, and uh, one night, and was like, "Hey, we should just do a crossover." Yeah, why not? 
Plus, that was that era where you would put a full mini game in that, like something like that, just because. Yeah. I mean, today's era, you would just it would be DLC. Right. Five bucks. Mess with your solid. <laughs> yeah, things things were different back then. I mean, even demos were looked at different back then. Oh, I miss demos. Shit, I mean, buying Zone of the Enders just so you can play Metal Gear Solid 2. I mean, <laughs> Man, who would do that? <laughs> Not like I did that. Sounds like all three of us on the call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. I just played his copy. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I bought it, too. I played I buy- way yeah. more time on that, that demo for MGS than I ever did Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders is like a three-hour game. <laughs> well, and it's tiny, obviously. It's super short, but... And then yeah. Brave Prince of Musashi came with Final Fantasy VIII demo. Yeah, that demo's bad. Yeah, and I didn't like Musashi either. I like Musashi. <laughs> Musashi's a good game! Oh, gosh. <sighs> I can never go into it. I, I tried. I, I can't ruin an episode or I'd make that reference right now. No, it's only in about a like, five-hour long game, but yeah, that's everyone bought that game only for freaking Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. Yeah. And then they tried it again um, with some, what was it, like another Zone of the Enders like remaster or something like that? And uh, they put the Metal Gear Rising demo in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but that game wasn't as successful. Nowhere, nowhere near the hype of Metal Gear Solid 2. No, and I, I kind of liked Rising. Not, you know, if I'm, I, I barely remember it, but I, I do remember kind of enjoying it. But yeah, I was nowhere close to any, anything like 2. Not bad. From what I remember Rising when I played it, it is not a bad game. It's a little annoying. I like it quite a bit. We'll do it eventually when we when we finish up the rest of the series that we barely touched on Metal Gear. <sighs> Considering how long the show's been going on over two, over two years, we only covered three Metal Gear games. Maybe we could always do one next week if you really wanted to. <sighs> we are. <laughs> um, I only carried, we only covered, well, we covered three. Metal Gear Ghost Babel for Game Boy Color Episode 7, Metal Gear 2, I don't remember the episode, and then Metal Gear Solid, and that's it. So not very many considering how big that series is. Oh, any last thing to say about Ape Escape 3 before we move on to questions? I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. Well, unfortunately, due to somebody completely forgetting that they <laughs> not asked questions at all until an hour ago when I started recording this podcast, <laughs> I do have two comments, though. Oh, wow. I completely forgot. I was like, wait a second. Like, that's how you know I'm, I don't know what the hell, I'm tired, I guess. All right, from the Giant Bomb group, I have from John Bells. What are they escaping at this point in the story? Not really escaping. They're more terrorists in this one. <laughs> Social terrorists. I mean, they're trying to cut the world in half and then give half to the monkeys. They're terrorists. Yeah, like you do. <sighs> and then the other question I have from the Overblood group: Quentin Crow, all ape escape is good. Correct. I don't know that yet, but uh, but I'll find out. I mean, if Mike puts more on the show, I'll play him. <laughs> I'm not upset to play more now. I'm actually excited to play two and other ones. So is that all there is? There's only just the three? There's no spinoffs? There's no nothing? There are spinoffs. Boy, are there. I had the list pulled up. There's, like there's, there's four main entries. Ape Escape, Ape Escape 2, Ape Escape on the Loose, PlayStation, PSP game. So, Ape Escape 3. Yeah, on the Loose is a remake of the first game for PSP. Oh, are the controls oh, better? And they're definitely different because the PSP doesn't have a right stick, yeah, so yeah. it would have to That's be. That's what I was wondering. I was like, oh man, they gotta be better. <laughs> And then spinoff, you have Ape Escape 2001 for Japan only, PS2. Ape Escape Million Monkeys, PS2, Japan only. Ape Escape Racing, PSP. Ape Escape Saru Saru Big Mission, PSP, Japan only. Ape Quest, PSP. No idea what that is. No idea. And you have a bunch of party games. 
mostly Japan only. Yeah, Pumpkin Prime. I know Pumpkin Prime and Academy both came out here. What was the latest release? Looks like 2010 was PlayStation Move Ape Escape for PS3. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we said this is made by Sony. I don't remember if we said that at the opening of this. Oh yeah. No, we did not. But that's why they wanted to show off the dual shock so bad. And apparently in Astro's playroom, there are some of the boss that reunite Ape Escape scenes. And he's also in Spike is a playable character in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. That is true. I like Can that you game. you play that game? I did. It's it's fine. It's not smashed by any means, but it's it's okay. Load times are too long for a fighting game. It's just odd that they made a fighting, that they did that. Uh-huh. They really want to cash in on Smash. I don't think it worked, did it? Nah. They don't really have the same type of titles, though, either. Like, Smash only works because you have oh, Nintendo. Yeah, is just Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't work without Nintendo. So. Nah, not unless every third party came together. And... Yeah, I mean, it looks like a lot of them came together for that, but yeah. they own more studios now than they used to. Yeah, Capcom. Capcom could do their own. I mean, they have with Marvel vs. Capcom, but... Have so many fucking characters. I want Konami versus Capcom. Yeah, but that would be a pachinko machine. <laughs> <sighs> fucking Konami. It'd be like Pokemon where they each make their own game and Capcom's is this full-fledged fighter and with a bunch of paid DLC and then Konami's is just a pachinko machine. Yeah. Why did they... What made them become just pachinko machine? Company? I don't know. They've been trying to come back, but then they release stuff like that Metal Gear... Survive or whatever it was, which is I really want to play that. You really don't. <laughs> I'm gonna make you one day when we get there. So I've played some of it. You really don't. Have you ever played it, uh, Rich? I have not. I mean, I've come close to getting it because they've had some really good sales on it, but I still that never compelled me to buy it. I played it on when it came to Game Pass for like an hour and a half, and I, I had my fill of it. And I heard if you like remove the MGS like label from it and you just treat it as oh, a survival yeah. game, it's not bad. But I mean, it, it's it's no MGS at all. There's no, nothing yeah. in it. I'd rather play out Fallout seventy six. You want to go for bad survival games? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I just I have a hankering to try it. Well, you I try, try it before it you if put can, it on the show. Yeah, oh, no, no, I'm could, gonna try it on the air. We'll do it we'll be when we go live. <laughs> I could find it for cheap. Stuff. I would. I would definitely try it. I mean, because I'm into survival games as is, like. Especially co-op ones, so wouldn't mind it. Uh, I suppose if we if we played a co-op, I could we could probably make that work. I wouldn't want to play it by myself again. It'll be a while though, because I have no like I I want to get through most of the series, and we got a ways to go still. Mm-hmm. All right, should we go on to shelf stack or box? We added a new one since you you were on here last, Rich. I don't think we had it back then. Uh, we decided to add a, a gray area now with stack, where shelf means something you really like that you want to show off to your friends and show off to people you're proud of. Stack means something that you want to... You might not want to show off as something you want to play again, and box means something you're putting in storage. Hmm, got it. Okay, well, that makes things a little easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, why don't you go first? Like Rich said, I'm. it's going in the box. Like, screw this game. I never want to see it again. No way, this is going on the shelf. I love this game. Like, whenever I don't know what to play, oftentimes I'll just pop this in and go around the first three levels and Not catch the dice. No, I beat that game and threw it across the room once. That was fun. My, life, my wife loves that story. But no, this game's great. Like, if you haven't played it, if you haven't touched the series, like Mike and Rich here, like, you don't have to play the first two games. Just jump into this one. It's good. Go play it. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'll go next. I'm I came into this having no desire to want to play it. I tried to get Mike to take it off the show. Would not work. You wouldn't <laughs> listen to me. I just like oh, fucking this game. Like I don't want to play this. And I went into this and I had a great time. I had more fun playing this game than I've had playing a game in a while. Like this was a beautiful blind experience to go into with no expectations, no idea what I'm playing. And just had fun. And this is definitely going on the shelf. I'm so glad I got to play it for this show. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Rich? Well, uh, this particular game, it made me weirdly nostalgic for something that I've never played before. It made me <laughs> nostalgic for like a certain time period. Like I, I feel like back in middle school, I would have, I mean, even though this is 2006, but you know, I, I, if, I feel like if I was in middle school <clears throat> playing this game, I would have really enjoyed it or gotten into it more and maybe wanted to go get all the monkeys and things like that. It made me just nostalgic for the, that time period of games also, you know. But um, going into a blind, I was sort of excited for it because I always I had a slight interest in, in wanting to play it. Um, and I wasn't let down. You know, I had a good time playing it and was was pleasantly surprised for sure. But when you guys told me about the stack thing, I think that's where I got to go. With it. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I, it's something that I can't really see myself revisiting too much. Um, you know, maybe here and there, if like six years down the line, I was like, you know what? wasn't a bad game let me just kind of refamiliarize myself with it and it's and it's not bad enough i mean the controls and all that you know it's a whole other story it's not bad enough <laughs> to where i would want to box it so i think we'll go stack on this one i'm glad we introduced that because <laughs> for stuff yeah. like this because it really fits in that middle ground and my unofficial rating well i'm not going to shrine it either <laughs> <laughs> i am really excited to play more of the series now though I definitely, after finishing this, I want to go back and check out two, just because I know I played it back in the day, but I don't remember much of anything from it. Well, you know, you know how to play it. Put it on yeah, there. well, it won't yeah. be next season, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad I, I'm glad I ran into it. I, I wish. I mean, you said there was a P, PSP remake of the first. I mean, I feel like this kind of game belongs on something like that more. So, like, I, this is the type of game where I just want to pick up, throw on my P, PSP for like 20, 30 minutes, have a good time, and then you know, come back to it again, whenever. I think I'm going to check out that PSP remake and let you, I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, do let me know because I, I might have to get that done. Hey, it might be on the show. Yeah, <laughs> entirely possible. I'd, I'd play another game. I mean, yeah, this is definitely, yeah. I, I want to see more of the series now. And yeah. the rest part, there aren't that many of them. Yeah, not that not came out here. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to try some other ones at some point, but. Yeah, I'm already looking at some of the Japan only ones, so. I'm sure there's a way <laughs> to play them. Oh, yeah. I'm sure somebody translated them and I can just throw a patch in and play them. Well, I mean, the story, like we said, it takes a backseat, so you can pretty much piece together what you need to do. Yeah. I mean, no yeah, matter what, I... most games have to have some type of story, so they just had to throw it in there. I mean, it is what it is, yeah. but it's not what it's for. It's no, like I... playing the original Doom games for story. It's not what you're, you're there for. <laughs> and apparently Ape Escape 2 is two hours longer than this game. Yeah, I saw that too. That that this game was the perfect length. Like it wasn't too long. I could have done without having to go back and catch monkeys, but it wasn't too long. It was just the right length for me. Like I games get too long. Like Gotcha Force uh, last week, it it got too long. Oh man, that game <laughs> it was all you. That was all that Jeff was, Cork. Yeah, I that was Jeff Cork. But I, I, I would have picked it eventually. But yeah, we'll play his fault. I do want to try Ape Escape Pumped and Prime though. Now party game? No, it's not a party game. <laughs> I thought that was one of the first side game. Doesn't sound like a game. It sounds like a certain kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's a. It's not one. It's one of the spinoffs, not one of the party ones. 
Oh. <laughs> or a sex game if someone else <laughs> Not name here. game or a movie <laughs> <laughs> alright and I'll introduce what we're talking about next week because this is my pick we are going to be playing Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater next week so that should be fun to go back to Snake well, great time for uh, great timing for Ape Escape to come right before it yeah. it wasn't planned by the way it, it was not no because I, I didn't, didn't know think about, about the Metal Gear references in this game or anything. I mean, I knew about the Metal Gear, re- you know, Ape Escape references in Metal Gear because we played that back in the day. I did not make that connection connection until Rich just now said it. No, he's right. Especially the Metal Metal Gear. I really want to play that now, but I got to wait until. Yeah, but let me know, Rich, when you beat Ape Escape three and you get that, we'll plan out a recording for that. That's fine. Yeah, it should be pretty damn soon. I'll just finish up the rest of it. Okay. You don't have you yeah, because you don't have to catch all the monkey, you just have to beat the game and you unlock it. Yeah. It's like fifteen hundred coins and you just buy it and then you're good to go. Nice. I mean I I recommend catching all the monkeys because this game is awesome. I, I still might. <laughs> I mean, especially after I'm like done with you know the, the other game that we're gonna be doing soon, like that, you know, would be very easy to knock out. So and I and I anyone who's listening to this wondering where their question was, I apologize that if we posted afterwards, I completely forgot for the first time somehow. I don't know how the hell I forgot to put post questions like I do every week. Didn't want to play the game. Couldn't get a guest for it. Forgot <sighs> to post questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeez. I don't think I post. I don't think I posted questions for it until just now. I don't remember seeing the post in the Facebook group. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I didn't do it. I just completely forgot about it for some reason. <laughs> You're having too much fun catching monkeys, man. Right. I, I beat this game a week ago. <laughs> but I don't know. I just was like just sidetracked. Been a, it's we, been an interesting week. Didn't want anyone to besmirch the good name of Ape Escape 3. I don't think you can. <laughs> uh, there are definitely people that like 1 and 2 more than this one. I mean, this was this was a really good game. Like, I I was really surprised. This is one of the best games we played this season. <laughs> Not saying much, but... <laughs> Four games in and, and gotcha. the other one was Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah Ape Escape 3 is definitely better than Ocarina you know what? It was more fun for me because I didn't know what the hell was going on. So <laughs> every time, it's like, oh, do this. Okay, do this. All right, all right, memory, you got it. And tell Lana you said that. <laughs> yeah, you, you can deal with her. <laughs> I mean, this was a new experience. Her Ocarina of Time was revisiting an old friend. Right. And it was nice to have a new experience for a change because on this show lately, we've been doing a lot of nostalgic and not a lot of something we never touched before. Mm. Oh, I no, got it, more... was, it, was, it was worth it for sure. I got more really oddities good. coming. Just wait till next season. <laughs> <sighs> I gotta start doing games I just never got around to that are that are well known. Yep, I got one of those too. Okay. Well, next week, I mean, I played Metal Gear many times, but we'll talk about that next week. All right. Any? I think that's all we need to say for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich, you have nothing to plug, do you? Right? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I have an Instagram that I sort of use, Red Fox Fifty Nine. So there's that, but nothing else. I haven't posted anything on, on Facebook, Instagram this week because Gotcha Force is our game that I'm supposed to be promoting and there's nothing to post for Gotcha Force. Uh, there's screenshots of the Borgs, I guess. Even then, there's barely any online. I've done quite a bit. Uh, that's but more work than I normally... I like to go to one website that I use and I go <laughs> there if they don't have anything. So That's been an off week for me with this stuff, apparently. But hey, all the recordings were done on time. Yeah, that's what's important, as long as they get posted on time. Yeah, they're all posted on time. I didn't forget like that one time. All right, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, there are no other Ablescape games yet on this show, so there's none of that, but definitely go check out our other game episodes. We do movies, we do comics. We are currently going through the MCU. We just released Ant-Man not too long ago, and you should be hearing Sin City at some point around this, because uh, why not? Because, Bill. Sh- you shouldn't be, but you probably will. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it gets posted right before this comes out because of Bill. You blame Bill Tucker for that one. Yep, I do. And we do comic episodes. Definitely go check those out. And if you and you want to give a shout out to awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney from his EP Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. So definitely go check him out. There'll be a link to his YouTube channel in the show notes of every single episode. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm finally on YouTube. It only took me over a year and a half or two years. So definitely please follow us on there and subscribe. I need my 100 subscribers so I can finally make a custom URL instead of my screen name. So. Please, please subscribe. Even if you don't listen to it on YouTube, just subscribe. That's all I need. Just subscribe. All right. We will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye.